0: All right, guess who stopped by the house today? What's up, Ty? (laughs) Mr. Mark Cuban. Everybody knows, I like that shirt.
1: Yo, I called you, I'm so glad you wore it. (laughs) Every day, everywhere we go, we always wear the same clothes. It's all about the good
0: life. What do you think, honestly, is in your life now? You're a billionaire, everybody knows you from Shark Tank. Uh, you own the Dallas Mavericks, which is the coolest part. Anybody who owns a basketball team, that's the highest level for me. When did you know you were living the good life?
1: The day I was born.
0: <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> no, did you I feel mean, that way? No, I mean, yeah, I was like, mom, chill, I got this. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could see you as a confident baby.
1: you become a billionaire. You've hit
0: the big B. This is like the holy grail. When I was uh, in my 20s, I told one of my mentors, Alan Nation, I said, I'm going to go back to college because I'm a college dropout. And that time I was going to go back. And he said, why? And he said, I said, well, because people respect you if you have a college degree. He said, no, Ty, this is America. Make a million dollars. The highest step is make a billion dollars. How did it feel?
1: So fucking unbelievable. You would never, (laughs) I can never explain it. It hit and I'm going,
0: what? Bouncing around, screaming and yelling. Books. Uh Uh-huh. What's your opinion, how important are they?
1: Oh, very important, if you're not curious, if you're not always learning, you're falling behind. You have to read, you have to learn.
0: I read Warren Buffett's pounding through 500 to 1,000 pages a day. Oh, he said, easy. He I, said I, he's old, so now he only does 250.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I read as much as I can, hours, literally. If I'm not reading a couple hours a day, there's some little kid out there trying to kick my ass, but it's not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> you ever seen that, I think it's John Calipari, he says, tells his students like, when you go home from practice, there's some kid that stays in the gym mm-hmm. and one day you'll meet that kid on the floor and you're gonna lose.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, the one thing in life that you can control is effort. That's so all you need to know.
0: And another thing is double down on your own brain because knowledge-
1: Yeah, you know, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. If you
0: buy, I mean, the return on investment on a book-, book? On I say course, that in my book, right,
1: right. All it takes is one book to trigger something yeah. and you're you're off to the new.
0: Starting a business. Uh huh. Let's say today, you have to give your best piece of advice that you see. There's no universal advice that always works. But for those, because not everybody needs to be an entrepreneur, but those people watching who want to be an entrepreneur, what's the best advice in the smallest nutshell?
1: Find something you love to do, be great at it and sell it, right? I, I say to people all the time, sales cures all. There's never yes. been a business that succeeded without sales, right? So you've got find something that you really feel great about selling yeah and believe in that much you've got to know more about your business than anybody else in the world yes. otherwise someone's going to kick your ass yes right so know more about it than anybody else know that you can sell it and go out and do it
0: all right welcome everybody to today's book of the day show the great mark cuban stopped by and uh we got a lot to talk about this is uh a great privilege to have you here thanks so much for being here my pleasure to yeah. thanks for having me You know, we were talking about your book that's been on the bestseller list for how long? Since 2011. 2011. And I'll tell you, the great thing about this book, the ability to say a lot in a few pages is hard. Let me tell you my favorite thing so far. Tell me what your take explains. Sure. You talk about sweat equity. Uh-huh. My mentor Joel Salatin was like, when you don't have anything, this is when sweat equity is at a premium. It's premio. the best
1: time to start a business. when You know, when you're a college kid, high school kid, right out of school, what have you got to lose? You right. know, when I started, as I say in there, when I started my first company, I had just gotten fired. I was sleeping six guys in a three bedroom apartment, sleeping on the floor. I mean, what did I have to lose? So after I got fired to be able to go out and start a company, it was easy. There was no downside. and so. You know, before you have bills, before you have credit card debt, that's the time to do it.
0: Best business pitch you've ever heard on Shark Tank. Favorite one.
1: Um, probably Simple Simple Sugars, Laney Lazeri, because she was only 19 at the time and she just rocked it. She knew her stuff. She knew where she was going. She had her vision and she had all the facts and strategies to back it up.
0: So I've heard you talk about destiny, how there has to be a huge experimentate. Uh, experimentation cycle. You don't just wake up and go, my destiny is to be a restaurateur. So on one side, there's this experimentation phase, but on another side, there's natural temperaments. I mean, Michael Jordan had the body, he had the temperament of a champion. So he goes into sports. Do you think they call that bounded rationality? Instead of saying, I could be every possible thing in the world, Mm -hmm. you kind of limit it and say, All right, I'm more of a math guy. Oh, I'm more of a people person. And then you try to find your destiny within that?
1: Well, I think they go hand in hand, right? Because the type of person you are, you know, kind of points to the things you're good at. Are you 12? You're not going to know. Are you 16? You're not going to know. If you're 18, maybe if you have a a special talent. Yeah. Right. You know, you can throw a baseball 100 miles an hour. You can sing and your voice is incredible. You know, you're you know, a concert pianist, you're a chess grandmaster. If you have a specific skill set or talent that just immediately propels you to the top, yeah, you want to follow that. Yeah. But I remember having a list. I still have it. Um, when I graduated from college, I was getting ready to graduate and all the different industries that I thought I might want to partake in. When you find something you're good at, yeah. go for it. Yeah. Um, and I also, also always say it's not about passion. Everybody's got passion for something, yeah. right? Don't follow your passions, follow your efforts. Because okay. people say, you know, I was passionate to play baseball. I was passionate yeah. to play basketball. Yeah. It doesn't mean I, all of a sudden I was gonna be good enough. Yeah. But I found myself spending, being really curious about business, being really curious about technology. And that curiosity is really what drove me. And I think, particularly if you're young today, curiosity is great. Always learning and trying to find new things and being curious about new things because that's what leads you to that path. Trying to figure out in advance, yeah, that's hard because you don't know what you yeah. don't know.
0: I always say, he who experiment, he or she who experiments the most wins.
1: Yeah, I agree. Thomas Edison
0: had a, almost 950 experiments before he came up with the yeah, light bulb. Yeah,
1: you know, it's okay to get it wrong. Yeah, it's okay to fail, particularly when you're young. Yeah, what the hell? You know, go back to your room and make your bed because you didn't get that business right. Yeah, yeah why not?
0: You talk about how your father was a great mentor to you. Yep. A lot of people don't have that mentor. It's easy to get off track. If you were 18 uh-huh. and you had been listening to the hype and the media and where do you think is the most likely place that you would go wrong, that you see people going wrong?
1: When I talk to kids today, the, the biggest challenge is they look for answers from other people. There comes a point in time where you, you've got to figure out the answers yourself. Okay. Because learning how to solve problems, learning how to find answers, being curious enough to find solutions on your own is where successful businesses come from. Yeah. If you're always looking to say, well what should I do? Right. You're always you're already have lost. For any eighteen year old, it's you want to be able to control your own destiny. You don't have to have the answers. You it's okay if you fail. Yeah. Right? I tell people all the time, you know, no one counts your failures. You just have to be right one right. time. Then you're living large like Ty. <laughs>
0: you've got a cool app, you've got a cool concept. CyberDust. So CyberDust, here's the idea. We leave a footprint that could be used against us. So what what's the mentality before you so had there, cyberdust? There's, there's
1: two there's two parts to cyberdust, yeah. right? One is one-to-one or one-to-many messaging, yep. right? When you send an email or text, the minute you hit send, you lose ownership of it, but you don't lose responsibility. Right.
0: Now, scandal whatever whatever you do. right
1: but it, some people say, "Well, I don't say anything bad." You know, on one hand, it's all about privacy. Yeah. And what you'll find is when you say something on CyberDust, because after you're done reading it, it disappears forever. It cannot be recovered no matter what. Yeah. The NSA, the FBI. Right, Lordy, it's done. It's done. I so don't there's care. no
0: servers out there None. holding.
1: Yeah, there's no Hillary Clintons out there saving her server. <laughs> um, Getting in trouble. It's gone, right? Yeah. But the beauty of that is you're, it's going to allow you to be more open and honest.
0: It's a little bit like Snapchat, but Snapchat's just pretty much photos. Well, yeah, and plus disparate. Snapchat keeps everything. Yeah, Snapchat, God, those they keep Snapchat all your text, guys, yeah. imagine what they have on their servers. Well,
1: yeah, they have it, all the chats that you can do in, on Snapchat. They keep yeah. them all because they want to use them for advertising and other things. Yeah. So there, there's no security and privacy. And Snapchat's a great app, but it, it's different. The thing about CyberDust is you wanna be able to have an open, honest conversation with somebody, and think about, when you write something on Facebook, you're thinking, okay, who else is gonna see this, Yeah. right? When you write something on Twitter, not only are you limited to 140 characters, but you're thinking, okay, who's gonna rip me on this? Yeah, yeah, Particularly like you, right, where you've got a bunch of followers, yeah. when you put it on Instagram, when you put it on YouTube, when you put it on um, Facebook or Twitter, you're going to get trolled to death. You're
0: always going to get a troll.
1: After this, I'll, if you download the CyberDust app, yeah. um, we'll have it so that it automatically adds Blog Maverick, which is my account. Oh, nice. And I'll answer all the questions that people ask that we Sweet. couldn't answer. I mean, you'll ask, ask me almost everything, Ty. Yeah. But if, you, if we miss something or you're curious about something, download the CyberDust app at Blog Maverick account. Just ask me anything you want and I'll answer it. And I can give you an honest answer right. because it's not going to show up anywhere else. That's awesome. And the challenge today is because of low interest rates and other reasons, people don't trust the stock market. Even if, you know, whatever you make, if you save your money, it doesn't do you all that much good. Right. You know, Definitely
0: you're not, not at 1%. Yeah. Down. Well,
1: exactly right. And you know, most people don't trust the stock markets and I don't blame them, yeah. you know? So where are you going to put your money other than just in the bank saving for a rainy day? So well, what would you house. do?
0: What, what do you well, recommend?
1: If, first thing you do is pay off your credit cards. Okay. Right. You always, because if you're paying 15, 17, 19%, yeah. that's a guaranteed to return. Of, yeah. right? That's a guaranteed return. Yeah. Right. You're not going to get that much somewhere else. So that's number one. Number two, you want to save, you know, six months worth of income for a rainy day. Yes. Number three. You want to be a smart shopper. Believe it or not, the best return, if you're making 25 dollars 50, dollars $75,000 a year, and I realize that's a wide range, but the best return you're going to get on your money is being a smart shopper. Yeah. All the things that you buy all the time, that you're going to use over, you. I mean, look, I get on Amazon, On Amazon, I buy a year's worth of toothpaste, toothpaste. Huh. I buy a year's worth of razor blades, I buy a year, just because I like to prove a point, right, right. I get my 50% off. So you That's
0: haven't lost, t- even though you're a billionaire, you haven't lost touch with reality. Oh no, hell right. no,
1: I can tell you, yeah, yeah you don't want to, because I want to keep my kids to see that too. Right. I don't want them to be spoiled.
0: So let's talk about something that is talked about once in a while in business, but not enough. I was uh, talking with Alex, my business partner, about scaling uh, this new business we've launched. And he, of course, is always a little bit more, how do I put it, gung-ho than I am about scaling. And so he's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's let's get the company up. And I, am, I quoted him something that I read. I can't remember the exact words now. Basically said, you can only scale a business as quickly as you can hire, you can scale hiring. And there's a lot of truth to that because I don't care what business you're in, the hardest part is not product development. It's not marketing. Marketing a good product is easy. You know, If you can't market it, it's usually because your product isn't good and nobody wants it. You know, You can't sell underwater basket weaving to the world, no matter how good your marketing skills are. If you pick something that people want, like Uber, Pick something that people wanted. It just sold because, you know, Uber and Lyft. People didn't want to have to get a taxi, and they don't want to, have to own cars. So, if product and marketing is not the hard part of business, especially when you want to scale, what is the hard part? In my opinion, it is growing your employee base, your assistants, your marketing team. You know, your right-hand man or woman, your COO, getting good accounting, bookkeepers. Like, this is, you should focus for 2019 on being really good at hiring. And one of the reasons that I partnered, you know, on my show with ZipRecruiter is just because it's a powerful tool. Because they actually, unlike most job sites, ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates for you. And And that's, look, that's unfortunately... Like Warren Buffett said, when he graduated from Wharton, he thought it was going to be really hard to make a lot of money because there'd be so many talented people in the world. And then he said he went out in the real world and it was like, wait a second, there wasn't that many good people. And for that reason, if you can use technology like what ZipRecruiter has to narrow down the needle in the haystack in 2019, that's going to be, when you look back on 2019, you'll be like the domino that you pushed that made all the other dominoes fall in place was efficient hiring. ZipRecruiter is so effective. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. So you can start off this year strong. You just go to ziprecruiter.com slash tie. That's ziprecruiter.com slash TAI to hire the right people. They have this powerful matching technology uh, it scans, scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills, education, experience. And it actively invites them to apply to your job. So you get qualified candidates fast. And, you know, that's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. And that rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot, which has, uh, I think, over a thousand reviews. So, so and oh, by the way, my listeners right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free, but you got to go to this website URL. ZipRecruiter.com slash my name, Ty. ZipRecruiter.com slash TAI. If you love this show, show your your support and support for ZipRecruiter. Not really supporting ZipRecruiter. Supporting your own business by using ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash TAI. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash TAI. It's the smartest way to hire. Do you think it's an aspiration somebody watching or people should have billionaire or is it go be badass at something or do you kind of couple them both together be badass but a little position yourself to profit? No look
1: I'd, I'd be lying if I said oh yeah I knew I was gonna be a billionaire or I even thought it was possible. Never crossed my mind. I found whatever it took for me to motivate me. I would listen to motivational tapes. Um, or CDs. I would drive around looking at the big, big ass houses yeah. thinking, what is that person doing that I'm not doing? What do I need to do to have a house like this? You know, Because that's what motivated me. And for me, what really flicked the switch was I, I was never really into technology when I was a kid. Yeah. But then as I got a job that used it, I found out I was good at it. And once I found out I was good at it, then it became a lot more fun. Yeah. You know, when you're good at something, it's almost always fun. Yeah, right? yeah. And once it was fun and I combined that with, you know, my business skills, then I saw, okay, I know how to make money at this stuff because yeah. I know how to sell. Now I know tech. That gives me something I love to do. And so, you know, what I, I tell people, the key is find something you love to do and be great at it. Somebody once told me the, I remember this ninth grade teacher of mine, a social studies teacher, said the best marketing words ever written were on the bottle of a shampoo bottle. Okay. On the outside of a shampoo bottle. It says, rinse and repeat. Yeah. You don't have to wash your hair twice. <laughs> but people exactly. would do it. So, yeah. So, rinse I'm, I'm and repeat, right. and
0: do you want fries with that? Right. Those right. two you things made up a down lot and of money. Right? A super size. I call this, you know, trend spotting, uh-huh. trend stacking. How did you cultivate that ability to see fifteen to twenty because there's a lot of money in figuring out, Oh yeah. Being ahead oh, yeah. of the curve. No,
1: and I've always been good at looking around corners. I mean what I do is I try to I try to learn as much as I can about technology and you start to get an understanding of what the progression of technology is. Yeah. You know, um if you can watch and listen to multimedia on a CD in a PC and now you've got the internet to connect them together, yeah. well it just makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean I wrote software programs way back when where you know we would take feet, we would take pictures and integrate them into databases just because it made sense. You know, my very first company, Micro Solutions, everybody was selling just single one-off PCs. And I was like, look, at some point all these things are going to have to work together. Yeah. And so I was one of the very first people to get into local area networking and started writing, you know, multi-user software for multi, um, for local area networks and, and wide area networks. And that was way ahead of its time, but it allowed me to blow it up. And streaming was the same way. So I just look at technology and I say, okay, this is where we are today. These are the advances we can expect. This is the way people lead their lives now. If I was going to blow it all up and rewrite it from the beginning, how can I take this expected technology right. to change the way people live their lives or change the impact of it?
0: The best thing you can do politically that will solve financial issues, health issues, if you could bring up the average... Base potential, we'd go from a fifteen trillion dollar economy to a thirty trillion dollar economy. You could double the productivity. Oh, there,
1: there's no question. Right? No, I agree with you one hundred percent that you know our biggest problem is income inequality. And you know, I know how to make money. You know how to make money. You know, there's there's a lot of people who do, and there's a lot of people who don't. But okay. you're kind
0: of the guy that might have pulled it off. You're like Elon no. Musk. You were in you were in media, sports. You're yeah, investor. but different. I mean,
1: like Elon is is a special character. He just has these huge visions. Right. And he figures out ways to get there, you know, and he knows the science and he knows how to sell. You know, I was more of a business guy that could combine business knowledge and technology knowledge to create companies. You know, I'm, I haven't ever run a 20,000 person, you know, company. Right. Right. But I've run a ton of 100, 500,000 employee companies. And so it took me a while to, to really put together the pieces. Um, it took me getting fired to finally just say, "Fuck it, go." You've been fired I, a couple times, yeah, right? Yeah, more than I can count. Um, wasn't <laughs> a good waiter. Was yeah. But
0: well, you got the last laugh on that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, right.
1: A couple times, yeah. When I was poor, I was having fun. I've always managed to to find the the, the good side of things. So, you know, I, I've always felt good about myself. But at the same time, um, when did I really know I had it made? Was Probably, you know, when we sold our company, when we sold You said you were
0: refreshing the screen to see yeah, how much see, the stock was worth.
1: Yeah, to, when I had that first B by my name, then I knew <laughs> it's just going to be different.
0: The, the, I like it. You got the shirts, the three comma shirts.
1: Yeah, three comma shirts, go to three comma apparel. You know, why three comma? How many commas are in a billion?
0: Not many people know that.
1: Now you know. Two
0: commas, that's child's play. That's <laughs> right? child's play for you. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some quick questions at by you. Way. Best book you ever read. Fountainhead. Oh, okay. I like it. Favorite musician?
1: Like any type of hip hop I'm into. I don't have like any one like favorite. So hip
0: hop's the favorite genre? Yeah, I like hip hop. Greatest of all time?
1: Um, Basketball. MJ. Yeah.
0: Most underrated player of all time? Dirk. Yeah, Dirk Dirk Nowitzki for sure. Let's take a few questions. Somebody said, uh, I saw a comment that was interesting here. What do you think the future is in entertainment media, where are we going? Are we going live, I've heard you talk about how like Ryan Seacrest talking about live. live streaming. Is that sure. where TV's going?
1: Well, you know, bits are bits. And it doesn't matter um, what type of content they are. Um, once it's digital, it can transpose anywhere. So, you know, what people don't really realize is TV is streaming.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Just, but the only difference is it's a dedicated network. So it never buffers you know, it's always a perfect stream or almost always a perfect stream. Whereas everything else like this goes over the open Internet. So there, there's some risks associated and it's not as that. But as far as the future, I think it's just going to depend on the quality of the entertainment. Yeah. So there's gonna be a place for periscoping, you know, live streaming, regardless of who, you know, who the provider is. There'll be a need for impromptu streaming. We have Netflix, we've got all these different sources, all these different apps. But the point is, you're gonna be able to watch what you want, where you want, and how you yeah. want it.
0: It's gonna come un... There's a good book, have you read this book called Vaporize by this MIT guy? Emmy- I've read MIT it. guy? Yeah. It's like everything is basically just unlocking. The way that they used to be able to sell you TV, you pay, they say, he said in the history, of buying things, there's never been a better racket than TV, where they can get you to pay for 800 no, that's, see, that's channels true, and you only buy five.
1: He's wrong, right? Good, he's dead I, I, wrong. This
0: is why Mark Cuban's at my house Here's because why he tells wrong. the truth. Okay, so
1: look at it this way: Sports Center. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you can only stream Sports Center um, from ESPN on your phone. You yes. can't even get it on TV. Right. But you got to pay 3.99 um, a month for it. Right. But you don't want to pay 3.99 because you think that's expensive. You yeah. know what you're going to bitch about? Well, I don't watch hockey. and So So you're going to just want to go
0: program by right, program. Right, because
1: yeah. a la carte, you can always find a way to break it down. Yeah. But look at Netscape. I mean, look at Netflix, rather. Right. Right?
0: You pay you for don't, movies you, you don't see. You're never
1: going to watch. Yeah. Right? So you're paying $9.99. Why, if I only watch House of Cards, why shouldn't I just pay for House of Cards? Right. Right, There is nothing so a la
0: carte. So, this whole buffet style has a value to it, and yeah. that they can negotiate. You get the stuff, right. you cheap. get
1: the, you know. So, if you know you're a big TV consumer, yeah, right, then the cable bundle is fine, yeah, right, because you know, particularly what happens, age is relevant to your entertainment making decisions, yeah, right. And then that's why another reason why this guy's wrong, right, because when you're 16 and you have all day to go on YouTube. Yeah. and search for everything. You get to college, a little bit less time, but you still got plenty of time. You want to look up this, you want to look up that, you whatever type of videos you're into, cool. You get to that first job and you're busy all day long, you sneak it in. Right. Right? Then you have kids. Or you get married, you have right. kids and life You've catches up. Right. You got three up. kids, right? Right. I got three kids, right? You don't have the time for all that. And so it's good to have a valued curator yeah. to be able to say, "Look, here's some things that I think are good." Netflix does a decent job of that. Yeah. TV's still good for that.
0: HBO does HBO a great does a job. job. You pretty that. much know if it's on HBO, it's going to be good. It's going to be good, but yeah. you know what?
1: It's still, you know.
0: But I still don't watch one. I watch one-fiftieth of the shows on it. I watch Game of Thrones, and that's it. Well, nah. yeah, but
1: but the same thing. You do the same thing on Netflix. Yeah. You watch one zillionth of what's on YouTube. Yeah. Right. And how often do you take time? Now, if you get a link on YouTube or you're sending someone to your stuff, if you have something specific you want to look up, a TED talk or whatever, right. you'll go on YouTube because that's the best video search engine. Yeah. But you're not looking for entertainment. You're not saying, you know what? I'm bored. Can I find yeah. something? But still to this day, you probably will turn on the TV and see what's on. Right. It's still the. It's just easier. It's the path yeah. at least resistant. It's the best alternative to boredom. So
0: TV you think is going to be around oh, a yeah. little bit longer than look, people like
1: think. Even right now. So. You know, computers have been around 30 years, right? We're not yeah. talking about the new, you know, techno- technological revolution. The internet's been around for 20 years. Yeah. Any kid that's, you know, under the age of 20 grew up his entire life with the internet. It's nothing new anymore. So, this concept of streaming and this being new, no. We, you know, what, and so what's happened is, You've, you've seen some disruption because the content's gotten better as people have learned how to monetize it, yeah. and that's been great, and that's what we look at, but still, you know, less than 3% of homes have turned up cable and, and become, you know, cord cut the cord, yeah. and now there's some cord nevers, people who no, don't get into it, but they haven't gotten to the age yet. You don't see 50-year-old cord nevers, Yeah. right? Yeah, you don't no, even see sure. 40-year-old cord nevers because once you get to a certain point in your life... It's just easier to take the path right. of least resistance. You're not. I got for- HBO. I got Showtime. You know, I have Access TV. Something's going to be on. Yeah. Because I'm certainly not going to spend the time to go searching through YouTube. Yeah. I mean, look at Netflix. I love Netflix. But the time it takes to go look Netflix, for Netflix, Netflix, I
0: just click on The Office. Well,
1: yeah. You you that, have what you already want, my, right? House of Cards come out. Narcos is on, right? Cool. But then I look at the, the you current- You like Narcos?
0: Media. Yeah. Right. Everybody likes Narcos. I feel like that show- <laughs>
1: Hey, and look, and I'm a huge shareholder in Netflix, right? I want to Oh, you ship, are? Okay. Oh, yeah. I want to shift float- Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. But, but at the same time, it is what it is. Right. Right? The marginal cost for most households, for not most, but a lot of households, if you're a cord never or cord cutter, 10 bucks is good for your entertainment value. Yeah. Right? Or 11, whatever it's going to be. Um, and for people who can afford cable, an extra 10 bucks isn't a big deal. So, why not have it? Right. It's, you know, and so it's no big deal. And so it's a nice compliment. It's not a replacement. Yeah. Now, Netflix is doing its best to, you know, expand and be more original. And so you might, you know, it's, so they're competing with HBO because they're worried about HBO. Right. Because maybe you can't afford to have HBO and Netflix. Netflix. Right. But at the same time. No, Netflix, I feel like it's cheaper. Oh, it is. It's a lot cheaper. Cheaper.
0: I feel like in that game of, if you have limited dollars, I feel like people are going to go with Netflix
1: every time. It just depends. You like Silicon Valley, right? I like yeah. to show leftovers. So, you know, I, you know, I, I'm fortunate I can afford both, but that's the thing, right? As you get older. So when people, people talk about millennials, like, shit, if it ain't being done by the millennials, fuck it. It's not worth it. Right. Right. That's just not it,
0: right? So all you millennials on Periscope a beer cat. that's,
1: Cause You're I'm not gonna tell as you, important as you I'm think. I'm gonna tell y'all, Generation <laughs> Z, my kids, they're coming up to kick your ass, right? <laughs> they're gonna be looking at millennials like people look at baby boomers or Gen X, right? It's just like, what, what is up with that, you know?
0: People ask me what do billionaires do in their downtime? We're sitting here, play, sweaty from playing basketball, catching up on email. You always work?
1: This isn't work, it's what I like to do.
0: <laughs> what he loves to do. Joel Salatin told me, he said, Ty, If you have to take a vacation from what you do, never come back.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, (laughs) I like that one.